how many of you learn so many things and it you find it very difficult to execute any of it first thing is procrastination because you think that you have a lot of time and the second is you think you are not capable enough so that is why you keep on delaying till you perfect it but there is there is nothing called a perfectionist kind of thing because anything you become a uh, stay step ahead you will find somebody else two steps ahead and for you your particular way you will be always improving whatever you have done a year back definitely you have improved upon that right by doing because you had taken action a year back that is why you are so many steps ahead right now but suppose you wouldn't have started then then today you would have at that stage only and you have seen people getting ahead so the the bottom line is to get stuff done so what does uh, lewis howes has to tell about it he had to start from his sister's couch and he became a seven digit millionaire right it it didn't happen overnight but it took him very small time to get there not all of us will get there so soon or maybe we can we have several things in our head limiting belief which he had to overcome and he has challenged so many people to overcome that he just asked a question what needs to be done in order to achieve your meaningful mission for so many of us achieving small things doesn't serve our meaningful mission then that is doesn't inspire us so if that meaningful mission is very big way ahead of our level right now then it will take some time right so but how do we uh, overcome that time and how do we utilize our time to get there by getting started let us see what he has to say have you ever seen steph curry shoot a basketball it is a work of art if you aren't familiar with basketball the three point line is an arc shaped line that surrounds the basket on each end of the court at its most distant point it's 20 uh, 23 feet 9 inches away from the rim players who shoot successfully from beyond the, that line get rewarded with a satisfying swoosh as the ball drops in nothing but net curry has gotten so good at shooting three that there is, there is even a 5 minute youtube video of him making 105 three pointers in a row before finally missing a shot what is his secret a practice routine that would make your head spin consistency with a combination of shooting drills footwork endurance training working backward from his mistakes to correct them dribbling two basketballs at once dribbling a basketball in one hand while bouncing a tennis ball in the other and even neurocognitive training using special goggles what happened before his game is impressive but while practice is so important even steph curry has to eventually suit up and play 
you are now well on your way, on your journey from wherever you are now to where you want to be. It has been a journey towards greatness for you. It has been a discovery of your meaningful mission and why the world needs you to bring it to life. And what all greats know is that there is a time to prepare and then there is a time to get stuff done. That is what this chapter is all about. It is a highly practical way to get you ready to jump in the game and feel the way Steph Curry describes his flow state. Every shot I take from the ground up, my rhythm is locked in. And honestly, you are not thinking about anything. You are just hooping. So, now that you are ready to start living out greatness, let us go. The one percent rule. As you pursue greatness, there is one battle that you will constantly have to fight. The battle against perfectionism. So, that is what I started with. Even without reading this book. Let me share my screen and get some notes done. Let us duplicate this uh, slide and let us write one percent rule the biggest enemy is perfection although perfect seems like a worthy target it actually can be a devious enemy brain brown says perfectionism is something we don't understand very well we think it is being our best selves perfectionism is actually a defense mechanism that says to us Hey, if you look perfect, do perfect and accomplish perfect, you can avoid or minimize shame and judgment and blame. So, perfectionism is not about striving for excellence or being our best self. It is how we self-protect. Ouch. So true. The problem with trying to be perfect is that chasing greatness means you have got to be willing to put yourself out there before you feel ready. So, put yourself there before you are ready. And so, what do we do about that? It is easy to get stuck in learning mode or practice mode. That feels safe, it feels comfortable. It, it is a safety net that says it's okay to mess up. Something is there to catch me. But that is not where greatness is found. Greatness is found when you take massive imperfect action. Take 
massive imperfect action towards greatness so that's it i like how productivity expert thomas frank put it to me my favorite thing for overcoming perfectionism is what i call 1% rule here is how i would paraphrase the 1% rule and how to use it to overcome perfectionism set a schedule to create or learn grow or move etc and then each time you act determine to get just 1% better pretty simple right the 1% rule the 1% rule for increment improvement the 1% rule acknowledges that you won't be perfect right out of the gate but you can become 1% better we all can do that here is how that might look in your life exercise strive for 1% better for during a push up music aim for 1% better control of the note business write 1% better customer service email writing draft a 1% stronger sentence in a paragraph relationship get 1% better of making eye contact in a conversation this is a really simple way to give yourself some grace while continuing to move the needle towards getting better it is the antidote to fear and failing to launch brene brown finished that talk about our focus on perfectionism by saying i think the question to ask is what i am afraid of right back to those fears that support the enemy of greatness don't let the tension between where you are now and what you don't know hold you back from where you want to be want to go or who you are becoming at some point you were got to push back fear strive to get better and move forward even if you don't feel ready the truth is none of us ever are fight fear because we can never be perfect enough to be ready do what you can do when it comes to getting stuff done there are five words that have become my mantra done is better than perfect so the mantra is done is better than perfect yes perfect is a nice thought but an impossible target even though steph curry shot three point shots for 5 minutes and racked up 105 beautiful shots in a row on the 106th shot he missed that is the futility of waiting to act until you are perfect imagine curry refused to play a game until he never missed a shot not happen i have created a lot of things in my lifetime a podcast and several books coaching program live events businesses and there is not one product i have put out that is perfect 
However, I feel like a lot of things I have put out. Are it doesn't have to be perfect in order to be great and imperfect, impactful and helpful and of service and meaningful and fulfilling and expressive and artistic and powerful and get big results. You can always make things, but you can't let the stop let that stop you from starting. Done is better than perfect. But there is a catch. You must stay connected to your meaningful mission that lets you see past your fears. Stay connected to your meaningful mission to overcome Fear. Overcome perfectionism. You will remain just this side of the action, convincing yourself you are practicing or getting prepared. You will stay stuck. I like the way author John Akiyuk put it. Perfectionism offers us two distinct distractions, hiding places and noble obstacle. A hiding place is an activity you focus on instead of your goal. A noble obstacle is a virtuous sounding reason for not working toward a finish. Both are toxic to your ability to finish. So where are you hiding? What seems noble but is really an excuse? What can you do with excellence now that will be helpful, meaningful, fulfilling, expressive, artistic and get big results as Brené Brown says, no one can contribute what you can contribute. So, no one can contribute what you can contribute. That means there is a big void out there in the world that is waiting on you to fill it. When I launched my first book, it was a huge deal for me. In school, I was consistently at the bottom of my English class. So when the School of Greatness came out and then became a new work bestseller, I was understandably proud. But it also planted some high expectations in my mind about what my next book should do. When that book, The Mask of Masculinity, was released, I had an even larger audience. I had past success. So, of course, in my mind, my new book would become a New York Times bestseller too. It didn't. To be honest, for a couple of days, I was crushed. I was upset, hurt, and angry, even though I was hearing from all sorts of people who were being helped by the book. Honestly, I wasn't much fun to be around. I wanted this thing that didn't happen. I had this expectation and the expectation let me down. Basically, I had an expectation hangover. I soon realized the core reason I had written the book was not to make the list, but to help other people live better lives. And the fact is, I had very little control over the bestseller status of my book. Sure, I could and did try to do all the things I could to position the book to make that list. But there were plenty of factors outside of my control. 
including the editorial review board at the New York Times. The reality was that my book did make bestseller status on many other respected lists. The first thing you have to remember when it comes to getting stuff done is that there are things you can control and things you can't control. You have to know which is which and where to place your focus. If you tie your confidence to your accomplishment, you are focusing on things that you can't necessarily control. A better way to do it is to move forward, move toward giving it your greatest effort, impact, creative expression and consistency. These are things you can control and be proud of yourself in the process. Take my podcast, for example. At the time of this writing, I have been doing the weekly show, The School of Greatness, for 10 years. That is a long time to do one thing. I certainly don't have the biggest podcast, although it is frequently in the top 100 globally of all podcasts. I have never received an award. Other people have launched after me and grown more. If I placed my confidence solely on it, Right? You know how I do that? I consistently interview the best and the brightest people on the planet and share that wisdom with my listeners. I can't control downloads or rankings or social media shares, but I can be extremely proud of the consistency and the effort and impact I have had on a weekly basis. Never missing a week for 10 years. No one can take that away from me. Maybe I didn't win some big awards or get acknowledged by an industry of or peers, but I know what I'm creating for people. I know the direct impact it has. I know the impact it has on my life and community. I see how it is impacting our own term, team's lives. To get the right things done, you must recognize the difference between those things that are under your control and those things that are under, not under, under, under your control. Recognize things which 
आर एंड एंड आर नॉट अंडर योर कंट्रोल and then celebrate your consistency effort and movement toward your meaningful mission right do that and you will be a success yes that is that is the thing which is why i am doing this uh, uh, doing this podcast or videos every week let me duplicate the uh, slide and get to the next slide so keys to getting stuff done let us take a look at some very practical ways to move towards your meaningful mission first you need to think about where to begin greatness might by definition is not small this means that your meaningful mission is probably going to have a lot of moving parts there are a lot of places you could start your first step is to figure out where you should start as i emphasized when crafting your greatness goals start by thinking about the next right thing you should do sometimes when things feel overwhelming which is often perfectionism raising its ugly head again it has to simply do the next right thing it doesn't have to be huge it does have to be uh, to move you forward it should move you forward does not have to be huge there is a four step process that i use to ensure i am moving forward schedule schedule automate eliminate celebrate schedule you may have heard the saying that what gets scheduled gets done what gets scheduled gets done it is very true two things tell tell us what we value our wallets and what we give our time to to make sure you are moving towards your greatness goal you have got to schedule what is important in advance for example i have appointments with my therapist scheduled for the next 4 or 5 months why because i perform at my best when i optimize my inner world for emotional agility scheduling takes the decision
making stress out of the equation. Just put it on the calendar and keep moving forward. I do the same thing with my health. I know that if I don't exercise first thing in the morning, there is only a 50% chance I get it done later in the day. I know myself well enough to understand that I like to work hard. I show up at work fully engaged and it takes a lot of energy for me to do all my interviews and writing and everything else that is a part of my business. The work I do in the gym is important because it helps me function at my best. I feel the most confident, the most proud, the most self-love, the most joy and the most healthy when I work out and do physical activities daily. So I schedule that first thing in the morning. I don't have to think about it. It just happens. Scheduling helps you create a routine that manages your energy. When describing his daily routine, Thomas Frank puts it this way. I have a limited amount of energy during the day. If I have something I need to do that requires me to pull out all my self-discipline, I should put that first. I can then use external self-discipline and accountability to power through the rest of the day. What fuels you? What restores you? What positions you for greatness? Is it routine? Why not make schedules your best friend? Block out time for what matters most. Fill in all the other small stuff around the important things. It is the only way to ensure you are moving towards the things that matter. Then automate. The second step in the process is to automate. Automating repetitive tasks is like working on one of those, those moving walkways at the airport. You cover twice as much ground with the same effort. Look for repetitive tasks you can automate. This can be things like meal planning, bill payments, email responses, subscriptions, or exercise routines. I try to automate as much as possible. If it is around finances, I automate or prepay my bills to maximize my investment goals. I try to automate things with my team to save myself time. I automate training to help my team do things efficiently and effectively to help the business grow. Take a look at the things you do daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. What is repetitive? Where are you wasting your time acting on something that could be automated? Who can you equip and empower to take, some, take over some of the things you don't need to do? Make automation a key strategy in your routine and you will get more things done. Automate the repetitive things. Eliminate. This is a big one. We spend way too much time doing things we either shouldn't be doing because they are unimportant or should be handled handling off to someone else because they can do them just as well or better than we can. If you are an entrepreneur, you will appreciate this. You don't need to be in every meeting, on every email or part of every discussion and decision. Don't try to manage everything yourself. Empower your team to work in their area of strength so you can do the same. I work to carefully eliminate the things I shouldn't be doing from my schedule so I can focus on the things that can help everything and everyone else grow. Elimination can lead to acceleration. 
Look for things to cut back, strip away, streamline and dump. Chances are you won't miss them when they are gone. And they will flow, allow you to move forward faster. Celebrate. Finally, it is good to celebrate your wins. When you have scheduled what is important, automated the things that zap your energy and eliminated the things that you shouldn't be doing. You'll feel pretty amazing. That is why at the end of the day, I'll always I'll say something like, I am really grateful that I did these things that I was supposed to do today. I acknowledge the things I was able to get done and then mentally prepare myself for tomorrow. I bake gratitude into the end of my day and it helps me create an environment and a process that I enjoy. This gives me energy. It gives me confidence. It makes me feel proud of the effort I made that day to get me closer to my goals. Each of these things can become habits over time and form a cornerstone of your identity. I like how Jen Sincero phrased it. Getting into the habit of the habit is really important. Sometimes we build the best habits by doing it tired or not uh, as consistently as you would like or with not as many results as you would like to see. This is getting into the habit of the habit. Over time, it will become easier. Get, get to the habit of the habit. A routine for significance. There is a reason high performers often wear the same things every day. Listen to the same soundtrack on repeat. Eat the same things consistently every morning or speak a mantra each evening. Routines keep us focused on help us minimize the overwhelm and distractions that come from making small decisions. The best of the best have routines that work. Austin Kleon, author of Still Like an Artist, told me about this notebook habit. I write in a notebook every day, he said. I do about three pages in the morning, no matter what. That is a constant in my creative life. No matter what is going on, I am reading and writing. When I asked Anthony O'Neill, author of Debt Free, a degree, uh, uh, about the habits of wealthy people, he said, when I think of all the wealthy people in my circle, they have a Monday through Friday daily routine. Rob Diedrich, former professional skateboarder, uh, entrepreneur, and television personality agreed. The only way to get there is through discipline. And discipline and consistency are the hardest thing to do. How do you get more disciplined and consistent? You have clarity on where you headed. If you don't have a clear idea of where you are heading, you may stay busy. But you won't move towards greatness. You will get caught up in what everyone else is doing. Greatness requires sacrifice. As former Olympic skier Lindsay Vaughan told me, if you want to succeed at anything you are doing in life, you have to make sacrifices. I honestly feel that the most successful people aren't the most talented. They are not the smartest. They are the people who are willing to go the extra mile that other people are not. Where are you willing to go the extra mile? Greatness also requires thinking more about how and where you spend your time. Take the stairs, author Rory Baden shared this gym with me. The next level of results always require the next level of thinking. Next level of result requires the next 
level of thinking. In particular, Rory says, we need to change our thinking about significance. He teaches something he calls the significance calculation. Urgency is how soon does this matter? Most of us live in a world of urgency. It is all about what needs to be done right now. Importance is different. Importance is how much does this matter? But significance is even different still. Significance is how long is this going to matter? Instead of thinking about tomorrow and the next day, the significance calculation changes everything because this is how it is possible to multiply time. The way you multiply time is by giving yourself the emotional permission to spend time on things today that creates more time tomorrow. If you are on a journey to greatness, you will find there is a lot to do. You need to make sure you have a routine and a process that separates what feels urgent and important from what is actually significant and moving you forward. And significance is the rate of multiplying time give yourself permission to make yourself free tomorrow by doing the task required to be done today. If you are a forward, the movement towards greatness is ultimately a state of mind. It has no finish line. It doesn't matter if the world is against you or says you can't do something. It doesn't matter if you don't have the resources or if you are not genetically gifted or whatever the ob obstacle might be. Getting stuff done is up to one person, you. So take a deep breath, square up your shoulders and move forward. Evaluate your habits. What works? What doesn't? What should change? Look at your routines. Are they optimized? Do they work for you or against you? Fight against perfectionism. Where can you start? What is good enough? When can you launch? Try for significance. What truly matters? What will last? What multiplies your time? Celebrate your wins. What are you proud of? What are you grateful for? Where did you excel? If you believe in yourself and you follow through on the habits that confirm that belief and the actions daily, you can do pretty much anything, including being great. Engaging greatness exercise one, the significant strategy. Evaluate your perfectionism quotient. Evaluate your perf perfectionism quotient. To begin to get stuff done, you have got to measure how much perfectionism is holding you back. You can do that by evaluating your per perfectionism quotient. Evaluate the following statements on a scale 1 to 10. I tend to put things off until I am sure they will succeed. 2. I often set big goals that seem out of reach. 8. 
I put a lot of pressure on myself to get it right the first time. Two, I beat myself up when I try something and fail or make a mistake. Two, I am critical of my skills and abilities. Five, I worry about how I look to others when I am trying something new. Two, I sometimes get lost in the details and fail to zoom out to see the big picture. Two. Once you have worked through these statements, you should have a baseline for how much perfectionism is holding you back. The aim is to get your number for each of these statements as close to one or even zero as possible. Define your one percent. One of the best things to keep in mind as you move forward is that greatness is a marathon, not a sprint. That means that you should be striving for small and continuous improvement. To do that, you must break down the areas in which you need to improve. Physically, this is movement, exercise and health. Think about your current level of fitness and identify your 1% improvement. It doesn't matter where you are starting. Write down how you might get 1% better each day. Rationally. This is the way you relate to others. It may be a significant other, a co-worker, a friend or a stranger on the street. With each interaction, spend some time thinking about ways you might become 1% better in improving that relationship. They write and write them down. Mentally, this includes your thoughts and mental resilience. For this one, you will need to identify the thoughts that guide your day and determine where, whether they are positive or negative. For the negative thoughts, your 1% will move you out of that pattern of thinking and into positive territory. For positive thoughts, you will need to look for ways to enhance them and make them better. Intellectually, this refers to the way you work on self-improvement. Take a, take a look at the information you consume and how it affects your output. Strive to make 1% improvement in both what you take in and what it causes you to produce. Step 3. Make a routine. High performers have routines that help them multiply their outcomes. There are four ways you can get started. Schedule, automate, eliminate, celebrate. Schedule, your, uh, schedule is your first tool for getting stuff done. It helps you prioritize what is significant and fit in. What is important? Work through the following blocks to build out your schedule. Things I want to do each day. These may be things like spending quality time with my partner, exercise, reading, or spending time outside. Put these key items on your calendar first. Then uh, will that they will help you perform at a high level. Things I need to do each day. These are things that revolve around your work or life activities. Make a list of what these things are and block out time to do them around the things you want to do. Everything else you could do. This is a catch, catch all for all the other things you could do. Doctor appointments, things that are on the other people's to-do list, meeting, etc. The reality is there will always be more of these potential tasks than could possibly be done. Put them on the schedule where they best fit but work to protect the time where you are most creative or productive. Automate. Look for ways to streamline tasks by automating. The goal here is to make sure 
you aren't wasting time on things that don't require your effort unless someone on your team or in your life to help you identify time wasters you will often have a hard time finding these on your own so a fresh set of eyes is critical eliminate the goal here is to make sure you aren't wasting time on things that don't require your attention use the following question to identify what to eliminate what is the best and higher use of your time what can you do that only you can do what are the what are you working on that someone else could do as well what is that only you can do what are you working on that is a distraction from from your real purpose what meetings or emails can you remove yourself from where are you working out of an area of weakness rather than strength where might someone else on your team be a better fit for a task you don't enjoy doing are you working on weakness rather than a strength this is very important because you know most people waste their time in improving themselves see there cannot be any anything any weakness that can be eliminated completely so don't waste your time eliminating that weakness celebrate finally build in time to celebrate when you accomplish things it is a reason to reward yourself write a list of the things that make you happy below and give yourself a pat on the back when you push past perfectionism and actually get stuff done step four define significance this may be the most personal and yet most important thing you do in this exercise spend some time thinking about your life so far and what you are doing in pursuit of significance how does where you spend your time stack up on the significance scale fast forward 10 years and write a statement defining what you accomplished why it is it was important and how it led to significance so write a letter to your self 10 years later fast forward 10 years and write a statement yes then assess the way you are spending your time today and look for what needs to be adjusted so that is all getting stuff done today and that is what we did today and hope this has helped you getting some idea about how you can get time and uh, space an idea to get your stuff done today thank you for watching and we will get uh, the celebration that you are enough don't think about yourself as not being enough that is the core of whatever we are reading so far thank you for watching